Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hue I Do. I'm Tania. And I am Ashley. We are here with a special guest today. She mm-hmm. is an avid listener of the podcast and um, I also know her through one of my closest friends. And so I uh, guess would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Sharissa. I am a bride or a fiance. I don't even know what the proper term is, but I'm engaged. So um, like was mentioned, I listen to this podcast and I'm really excited to be on here. Um, I'm actually a expat, which means I'm living out of the country. Um, and my fiance is living in the United States. So that's kind of the twist to my story. So I'm excited to be on this podcast and to have some fun discussions about the entire process. I am super excited to talk to you about that because, yeah, like all the brides we've talked to, of course, they live here. They plan their weddings locally outside of, I guess, Kyla who was in Seattle planning her Chicago wedding, but then they just moved to Chicago. So, and they were from Chicago. So it wasn't like that big of a stretch. I don't think like not nearly compared to you, like you're in a whole separate country. Like you need a whole passport to (laughs) be where you are. And a visa. Um, And a visa. (laughs) Exactly. And like, it's, Yeah, you're not just like planning a wedding up the road or even like a a road trip away. You cannot drive to where you are. No, not at all. I am definitely excited to hear about how you've been navigating the entire wedding process or planning process all the way over there. Yeah, because when I found out that she was planning in India for her wedding over here, I was like, uh, yeah, we got to get her on the show. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Got to get all those details. (laughs) There's just so much that like goes on when you're planning locally. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I can't even imagine how that is magnified when you're not even in the same continent. So yeah, Yeah. we're going to get straight into these questions because look, we could (laughs) do the whole small talk. How was your day? All that stuff. Like, we have a time difference to consider too. So to me and I couldn't even oh, really yeah. answer that question because our <laughs> days are just beginning and your day is just ending. That's true. We're coming to a close. <laughs> so, all right, Tania. All right. So, so what is the name of your fiance and how did y'all meet? So my fiance's name is Marcus and it's a funny story. So we've, kind of always knew each other. We're both from the same hometown in California, Vallejo, California. And we both had a lot of the same mutual friends. Um, we were in a high school scholars program called Willie B. Atkins, and they do like a black college tour. So I joined my senior year. He had been in it all four years because his brother was in it. So we kind of knew each other. Um, he went to Morehouse. I went to Clarkland University. We did not talk. We didn't date. It's funny because we have some pictures together from like freshman year like running in the same circles like clubbing but never talked to each other so went to college I moved back to California he stayed in Atlanta I worked a few years and we reconnected on Facebook and just started texting again like okay and then we start talking every single day again and I guess things just like escalated from there and I moved back to Atlanta in 2013 and a few months later we're like okay let's make this official and that was in 2013. Before that, we had talked every day for a year before that. And we made it official in 2013. And he proposed um, at the end of 2018. And yeah, the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> I'm just caught up Aww. at the fact that you two didn't 
talk like while you're in it's weird like because he was being cool. yeah. like i was there, okay like, okay i came to school <laughs> to get my degree and i was running for stuff he was being fast and you know like he was doing what he had to do so it just wasn't i don't i feel like it wasn't right for us to meet at that time like i know me it wasn't right for us to meet at that time that makes and sense so, so it's, it's funny how it happened like being there when we go home for the holidays like our parents live maybe like two miles from each other so from the same city have the same friends like the wedding guest list overlaps a lot of our friends so I mean that was pretty cool in that regard yeah sometimes that's definitely how it has to be though where it's like uh uh-uh if we would have gotten together at this point mm -mm, it wouldn't have lasted like Like, I know me and I know how you exactly (laughs) like we're completely two different people there like we've evolved so okay so how long well, no, you just told us. So y'all were, I guess, dating for five years before yes, he proposed. Five years, okay. Lord. Five years. And then he said five years, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good amount of good time. Child. You really yeah. know at that point. Like, oh, oh, we know each other at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's nothing new coming up at that point. <laughs> it's <think>. not fresh. <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to take your question, Tania. How did he propose? So it's funny. So we have been talking, obviously, about marriage for a while um, and being, like, completely transparent after your three and a half, four, I was like, okay, you know the question, what are we doing? Um, And I admittedly Mm -hmm. was getting a little antsy. And Marcus is very calculated and can't be rushed. So, I mean, looking back in hindsight, that is, uh, was a good thing but it's hard especially in the age of social media to kind of get caught up like oh this person get proposed to and we've been together we doing this for da-da-da. and so we didn't mm-hmm. live together until year five actually so he was actually in this georgia tech boot camp for coding and like that's if i don't even i don't want to slaughter the tech name for it and so mm-hmm. um it was like a year-long program and it was very expensive i remember we had talked about it he went through with it and he graduated and it was the day he graduated that he proposed and he being him like he didn't do it when i expected him to do it so he graduated me and his brother went to his graduation at tech and then we went out for dinner and i was like i think it's gonna happen at dinner like it's gonna happen at dinner it didn't happen mm-hmm. at dinner <laughs> it happened when we got home <laughs> like i was on the couch like wow like okay maybe <laughs> <laughs> and then he came out and he got on one knee and he said his sweet his sweet monologue and it was very intimate and I said of course I'll marry you and then we started calling and FaceTiming all our friends and family and it was it was an amazing time because it was kind of stressful because I had already at this time known that I was going to India. Um, I signed my mm-hmm. official offer maybe two months later. So that was, it was stressful time really not knowing. Um, so I don't know, it just, mm-hmm. it's just something that like, obviously we've known for a while we want to be with each other. And it was just pretty cool that happening. It was very intimate and um, yeah, it was a good night that night. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So you moved to India two months later. Well, like, it was, I signed you... my offer. I moved to India officially in March. Okay. It was March 18th. Yeah, March 18th of last year. Okay, so okay. how much time had passed from... Ooh, so it's funny, so to the, the actual move, okay. Yeah, so he proposed November 3rd. Um, then we said, we're not okay. going to plan... Because it was, it was like a taboo, like the process was moving very slow and that was, you know, giving its own anxiety there. And so we're like, we're going to go home for the holidays. So we went home for the holidays with our family and celebrated, came back on January 
second, I got the official offer and I signed the official offer. And they said, we need you in Mumbai. At first they were saying February and I was like, I need more time. I had to sell my car. We had to decide if we wanted to sell the condo or keep the condo. It was just very stressful. So they're like, okay, mm-hmm. we give you till March. So I flew out um, for good, for good, March 18th. So I would say about five months from proposal to when I moved for good to Mumbai. So in between that time, we had come out a few times. Like I had looked for an apartment. I had to come out, you know, he met my boss. He toured the office with me. So it was very hectic in between those five months, trying to get everything squared away. Start, we wanted to secure a venue before I moved. So get that done. I was still taking the last section of my CPA exam. I was trying to sell my car. We was deciding what we're going to do with the condo. And then at the same time, I was working for this new role too. So it was a very hectic five months. (laughs) I feel like I was- Wow. your IG story and yes, girl. like everything that was happening like during that time period, I was like, yo, how is she dealing with everything? And then like, you got sick like right before you left, right? It was, oh yes, girl, you remember? Yeah, it was yes. We had taken not even engagement pictures. It was just, I wouldn't even call it, it was just pictures that we took. Um, we're going to use some of them in the wedding, but I remember that day I had like 102 degree fever. I was flying out in like three days. And oh my it was like, I, my hair, I had to go to the dermatologist. My hair was falling out in the middle of my head. I was like grinding my teeth. I had to go to the dentist to get like a mouth guard. And it was like, I was like, I got this. But my body was like, girl, you don't got it. Like, that's why yeah. your hair's falling out. That's why you're grinding your teeth in your sleep. And I think the, the biggest thing outside of, you know, my loved ones being there and, you know, my closest friends was him. Like, he was just always like a constant. And even when I was emotionally like, you know, up and down with the whole process. Like, do I want to do this? And he was very like the constant in this, right? So we were trying to secure a venue in addition to this whole life change that was about to happen. So it was kind of stressful. I don't know what I was doing. I was, just, <laughs> I was trying to make it. I was trying to make it. Oh but she made it. And, yes. and like, it's very important that, you know, your partner is very supportive during that time period. Because yes. the fact that you're moving away, you know, and like you two had just gotten engaged. Like, like I don't even know how I would have... It was a lot. I would have been able to deal with all that, but yeah, you know, it was made a, it by the grace of God. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so much! I did not expect all that. Like right yeah. before you leave. Oh my gosh, how much of your wedding planning was done before your move? We solidified two two vendors. We solidified the wedding planner. That was the first thing um, because. <laughs> So try to plan a wedding by myself, uh, halfway across the road. Yeah. Like, no. And at first he was like, he doesn't need a wedding planner. He told me, girl, he was like, I feel that I could plan, you know, I'm here on the ground so I could put, I could plan the wedding. I can do, girl, <laughs> that was the most wrong thing he ever did that say to me. Hilarious. And so we got the wedding planner first. And then we secured the venue. Um, so that was something since we wanted to make sure we locked in the date, we secured the venue before I actually moved and we got the wedding planner. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Those are like the two biggest vendors that you need to lock in anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, so you're, you are getting married in Atlanta, right? Yes, in Atlanta in September. Okay. All right. Hey, I'm October. Um, (laughs) right is it um like a popular venue not saying you have to say your uh your venue no it's fine um, i could say it i mean we had a date though it's mason fine art gallery and um (gasps) yo yeah i didn't know this 
my venue. Yes. yes that's so funny because I wanted something. Yes, I wanted something that was like different, kind of industrial. Um, and the venue yes. itself, you don't have to do too much. The guests have something to do during cocktail hour. They can look at art. You can have the exactly. cocktail hour, the reception, and the wedding all in one um, area. That is yes. so funny. Yes. Oh so my that gosh. Is the wedding will be. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was expecting you to say something like Foundry and Period of Mill or like Georgian Terrace. <laughs> or, oh we was my torn gosh. too in that five months. We was touring places. And I was like, you know, it was it was a great location, parking. Mm-hmm. I felt good about, you know, how everything was set up. And my big thing is like they didn't have to flip the room. You go from ceremony to cocktail hour to reception. Yes. And yes. so yeah, I was like, let's let's do this. So that's so funny. Hey Mason Bride. Hey, I am so excited, like, because everybody I would tell, like, oh, uh, when they'll say, like, oh, where you get married? And I'm like, oh, it's an art gallery. Like, I'm not even going to try to tell you where, because you're not going to know, like, you know, being Atlanta like that. So, (laughs) or if so, like, everybody I know is either, like, an Ashton Gardens girl or a Georgian Terrace girl or, like, a Fillmore. I wanted something different. And so, and those are all gorgeous, gorgeous venues, but our personality as a couple wasn't, wasn't that. Um, So, we wanted somewhere where our, like, guests can just have a ball and have fun and and not be, like, too, you know, upscale, just real fun and, like, laid back like us. So, Mm -hmm. we just thought it was a good location. Ooh, okay, so I might have more questions now. <laughs> but, but all right, we'll stick with our schedule for now. But okay. okay. All right. So okay, how have you managed wedding planning overseas? I will say Tom so I'm a strong type A. I am an obsessive list maker. I like literally make multiple lists today. And if like I showed you, I'm not even gonna show you my day designer, like the wedding list that's what they do every <laughs> every week but i i take i think in list and then that in addition to having just a wedding planner who's on top of it like i literally say hey her name is nick nick williams or christy williams i say hey nick this is when i'm going to be in town because last year i was in town i came into town so marcus came out here june i came into town august and i came into town october for work and then for the holidays so i would give her my dates and all i had to do was give her my dates and i was like okay maybe we you know i want to do this or i want to do this when I say calendar invites to start coming through my email with these vendors, like last, the last visit alone, we secured our cake. We secured our stationery. I got my dress. She came with me to get my dress and my two maids of honors and my grandma, stepmom. So we got the dress. All this was just in one visit home. Before that, we went and did our tasting. We went to like two different uh, wedding vendors for tastings. My mm-hmm. first trip home, we did our engagement pictures. Like I would literally be like, these are the dates. And she would work to get everything squeezed in in that time. Things that Marcus needed to come to, we would make sure I work with his schedule and my schedule. Things he didn't need to come to, um, make sure I work for my schedule. And then she would be there with us. So it's really been her. Um, and also her, her knowing the vendors helps too. Um, mm. You know, so I don't really have to do too much of the back end work. Like I'll see things on Instagram and I'll be like, you know, what do you think about this or what have you? But I feel like she's worth her weight in gold, especially since I'm so far away from Atlanta. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, you definitely needed that planner because yes. I don't think Marcus yeah. would have been able to handle <laughs> handle. Girl, okay, he, he said, said I. He you said I this. can plan it. I said, can you plan it? Girl, it's only thank God. But yeah, that was and bless his heart. Like he is very helpful, but just. A lot of stuff we didn't even know. Like when we started getting into like the details right. of it all, it's like right because we never been married before. We don't know 
the ins and outs, really knowing what we see. And it's a lot. It's a lot to the process. So, mm-hmm. so just speaking about him, um, how involved is Marcus in the wedding planning? He's pretty involved. Like he told me up front, he was like things like napkin colors. I don't care about, which he still helped pick the napkin colors. But I, <laughs> I think I vocal, <laughs> I think I vocalized at the beginning. I didn't want to do this on my own. I wanted to be our wedding, not my wedding. And I asked him, like, be involved, and he has been involved. Though, from the venue to the cake vendors, which is our favorite, obviously stationery. Like he completely like, save the dates went out maybe like two weeks ago. He completely masterminded a lot of how our save the dates look, like, from the colors to the textures. So he's been pretty involved. Like there are some things he really just don't care about. But like when it comes to like the liquor package, the food, just the overall feel that we want, we just want it to be like a big party. So there are things that I'm just naturally more inclined to be in the details for and have more lists for. But if there are some areas where I need him to, like on the website, I'll be like, okay, you take these pages for me to it to look like this. So he's been pretty involved. So I'm pretty fortunate there. So like I said, some things he don't care about, but for the big things that matter, he's pretty involved. Very nice. Oh, yeah. That is so necessary too. <laughs> so switching away from like planning briefly, let's go into your bridesmaids. Who are they and how'd you pick them? So my bridesmaids, I have six bridesmaids. I have two maid of honors and then four bridesmaids who aren't maid of honors. Um, two are my best, best friends. Um, Tony, I know you know Dominique and then Ashley. So Dominique, me and her have been riding since freshman year of college. And then Ashley, I met her in high school. And then um, my other four bridesmaids are close friends. So I was in a business and professional sorority in college. So three are my live sisters from that um, who are really close. And then the other bridesmaids is a very, very close friend. Um, She actually is getting married too. So she lives in California and we were roommates. We started our careers together. So she definitely, it was like hands down, she was going to be a bridesmaid. So it's six bridesmaids total. I feel like that was a safe amount for me to go with. So yeah, that's been kind of fun experiencing this with those ladies. That's a good size too. Yeah, really. Yeah, hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully it's not too big. big, big, Split the responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So when is or was your bridal shower and bachelorette? So both are still coming up. One, uh, so the bachelorette party is in June, the end of June, and that'll be in Cancun. I don't know where yet. They won't tell me where. I just know it's in Cancun. And then the bridal shower, due to the situation of me being in India, is actually a week before the wedding, the day before my birthday. So that'll be on the 19th. Um, so that's a little close to the wedding, but as far as like timing and what I did when I did my bridesmaids proposal dinner, I made them like boxes that I gave them like an email of when the dates were for everything, which was in August of last year. So I just wanted to communicate up front. Like I know the bridal shower is pretty close to the wedding. Um, but that's just how it works out since I don't live here. And then, um, I actually tried to work with everyone's schedule for the the actual bachelorette party um and that's in june so there's a little bit bigger gap between the bachelorette party and the wedding okay that's not bad though i feel like i've heard of um uh like brides that had if not their only bridal shower like right before the wedding like sometimes a day or two before the wedding yeah yeah or like a second one where like all the family is able to come like someone i went to college with planned her Atlanta wedding from Texas. So I think she had like a bridal shower out there, but then also had one, I think like a few days before the wedding, if I'm not mistaken. 
just because she knew like all the like a lot of the women in her life would have been there at that time. So that makes sense. Yeah, so it's so like, like it was, it's a little different. With the timing too. Yeah, I did want it. I did definitely want to make sure the bridesmaids could make it. So, and I know like everyone, you know, has their own lives and things like that. So June happened to work best for everyone, and you know, the week before will be their bridal shower. So yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I hear, everything is coming together. You know, like the last time I saw Donna, yeah, she was exciting. like everything coming together. Yeah, so. <laughs> Oh, yeah. My two maids of honors are like master planners. Yeah. And one thing I wanted is when it came to the bachelorette and the bridal shower, some brides really are, you know, into that. But I really just wanted it to be kind of a surprise. So that's why, like, I don't know the location. And, mm-hmm. you know, they'll give me little teasers here and there. But I just yeah. think in my mind, that's something that your friends throw as an appreciation to you. So for when you're like, I need A, B, and C, and da, 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 and it, I want this one. And I, it's just like, it kind of takes the fun out of them. Like, they're trying to give you your send-off from being single to a married woman. So there is mm-hmm. a, a piece of surprise that I, I like and appreciate. And so, yeah, that's kind of like, I think the fun part is is the big surprise that's coming. So Okay. So back to the wedding planning. Are you still in budget? Girl, uh, <laughs> 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 the budget looks bad. Child, not child, child. Okay. So, <laughs> the thing is, and I've communicated this to um, some of my friends who are either in the wedding planning process or even who are. And one thing I even told Dominique, I was like, one thing that I think. I can agree on is that I didn't know because people when it comes to money people are taboo and they don't discuss it I had no idea exactly. what something's supposed to cost and one of my most popular questions to my wedding partner was like how what what's you know a normal cost for this because people are just so taboo with money I had yeah. no idea what mm-hmm. a normal cost so what we went in with was just like not reasonable and my, my poor fiance mm-hmm. he thought it was reasonable right but I thought it was reasonable and it's not like catering alone looked at our budget like girl bye okay (laughs) (laughs) girl bye so we're not we're not in budget but I will say we're not at a place where um I would say we're hurting we had a good nest egg going in and the good thing is we have a long engagement we had a 22 month engagement so that really helps and because we're paying everything cash. And when the dates are spread apart, it's just so much easier. Like we're still able to save in our emergency fund and our personal funds and still have fun. Like I just went on vacation with my best friend. I go back home a lot. We still go out. So it's not like y'all are struggling. I guess we're in a bad yeah. place, but I do wish that I would have had more visibility at, at the front end. Right. Because I was our budget was a joke for what we want and we're not doing anything that's just crazy you know crazy big and illustrious but I mean there is a a, there is like a certain comfortableness we want our guests to be you know we want them to be able to drink what they want to drink to have a choice of food so with that it's a different price tag and yeah we just had to accept that Marcus hasn't fully accepted as much as I have but I've just (laughs) we just didn't have a we didn't have an adult budget at the beginning. It was a childish budget. So, <laughs> yeah, we're all that to say we are over budget. I think one, nobody stays on budget. And two, just like what you said about how you don't really understand the cost of everything, I think like those articles that come out where it's like the average cost of a wedding, Girl, yes. 20000 or 25000 It's like they're not thinking about black brides mm-hmm. and. Or I think they're considering, like, folks that are able to have a very small wedding with, like, 80 to 100 people. 
And if you can do that, sure. Like the wedding will probably be cheap, but also I think of like, what venues are you looking at with that? Are you looking at one of them venues where you got to get married outside and you come inside for the reception? So I feel like that's already maybe a cheaper option. But again, that's not like something black brides do too much. So like, you got to consider the floral design and the whole layout of the place and like the, the food, like you said, a lot of these venues have like preferred vendors where you can only select from a handful of catering companies or pay the extra fee to go outside of that. And a lot of those caterers are not that cheap either. Like if, I never would have imagined going into it that, like, oh, the biggest, co- like, more than your venue would be the food. Yes. Like, our our food and liquor packages is multiple, many times the price of our venue. The venue was pretty reasonably priced, I would say. Um, today, our mm-hmm. biggest expense has been the catering, the food and liquor package, hands down. Like, it trumps every other thing we've secured. So, <laughs> Yeah. And did you stick with the one that the venue yeah, so with, or a, did a you Ferris, um, And it's funny, mm-hmm. we, we actually did try another caterer, but it just turned out we like the Ferris food better. We like their choices. They do like a little late night bite. They do a coffee mm-hmm. station. The choice of hors d'oeuvres, that's it, uh, serve for cocktail hour. We just actually liked them better, so it worked out. But we did um, mm-hmm. try another vendor too, but we like the Ferris better. Yeah, I'm not in a Ferris bride. <laughs> I will, girl, I cut that out. Well, it's, outside it's, the bar. It's expensive. Bar. Exactly. So we just kept it with yeah. them. But yeah, that's, um, that was the biggest surprise is, is how yeah. much the food and liquor came to, I think. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's la- I laughed out, right. but I'm just like, still sad on the inside. <laughs> You're right. Tania, we that's should hilarious. have an episode where we're real about how much everything costs. Cause, uh, I was just <laughs> thinking that. Right. right. Because I didn't know. No one wants to tell you, right? Because out of fear, yeah. out of fear, mm-hmm. someone's gonna be like, "Oh, girl, like that's too expensive, but that's too cheap." Because at the end of the day, like, mm-hmm. do what you and your partner think is you feel you want to have a great day, or you want your guests to have a great exactly. day. But everybody's different. But I had no idea, so I was kind of feeling around in the dark with the assistance of my wedding planner. So, yeah. <sighs> okay, so that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How much more do you have left to plan? Like, what been? Do you have any vendors left that you need to get, or? Um, no. Well, so like, kind of like off the grid vendors. Like, so I still have to secure the Airbnb for me and the bridesmaids the night before, and I think the transportation is all that's left. I think everything else we've secured. Yeah. So really, it's just wedding day stuff, um, like the rehearsal dinner location. Like stuff that's mm-hmm. actually like the weekend of, but all the big stuff has been secured. So yeah, okay, that's really that's good. good. And I yeah. mean, at this point, you would imagine that it should be all basically locked in at this point. Like the vendor vendors, yeah. everybody else can be. Yeah, exactly. Like that type of stuff you exactly. can just grab. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So did you find your dress, and how easy was that process? But I think you mentioned earlier that you already found your dress and everything. Um, yeah, you know, it was uh, easy for me, I guess. Um, I had two places. I had uh, Lori's Bridals and Bravura, Bravura Bridal. And so this mm-hmm. was my last trip home in December. 
Mm-hmm. I went um, with my two maids of honors, Nick, the wedding planner, my grandma, stepmom. And so I didn't go to Lori's because I actually read the fine print and where the budget was starting off. Um, yep. That was yep. just a no. And, <laughs> and they were like, oh, well, if you, you know, if, if you can't do this budget, that's fine. We have Lori's outlet or something crazy. And I'm like, girl, bye. And somebody told me it was like in the basement. I'm like, that's a hard no. So. I asked Nick to kindly cancel that. And she was like, you should have came to me first. Like, you're going to be spending like this amount. So that was not it. Um, so I did Bravura. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, but um, really good service there. The lady's name is like slipping my mind right now, which she was amazing. But um, Debbie, Debbie was her name. But yeah, I tried on like, it was the fourth dress I tried on. I thought it was the third dress, but I'm glad I tried on the fourth dress. So it took me no time at all. And I think it's vital to have your girls there like hyping you up because that just made the experience so much better. But um, yeah, I know first when I tried the first dress on, it was heavy. And I was like, this is, I'm not going to enjoy this. Like, I don't like trying on clothes regardless as it is, but so I knew by the heaviness, I was like, I don't want a heavy dress. And then I started trying on some different styles. And it was the fourth one. And then when she put the veil on, I was like, this is it. Like, this is what we're going with. And then when my girls hyped me up and I, you know, tried to swag surf in it and do a little twerk, I was like, this is the dress. So we're going to go with this. And it, it had to be, it had to have been maybe less than an hour, two hours tops. But um, it's like when you know, you know. So luckily I found it there because I didn't have much time, like, December, go back. I went back to January, or excuse me, to India in January. So it's not like I have time to, you know, be visiting a lot of places. So I'm glad I found somewhere that had something that I like. So you found it like, like pretty fast. Like you said, like I didn't even know that you found it like in less than. Mm-hmm. I'm like you said four hours, right? Mm-hmm. No, it was a fourth dress. It was definitely oh. like two hours. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. I had no idea, but like. Um, of course, when I was watching your story, I was like, dang, mm-hmm. she found it that fast, you know, because like, yeah, Ashley, girl. I'm like, we went to how many stores again, Ashley? Oh, goodness. We went to six. We would have gone to nine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had three more stores. I had three more stores booked. And then I was like, just going through the pictures. And I was like, you know what? I actually have already found the dress. I think it was either the third or the fourth dress I tried on. Like, let me just go back to that place, get my dress and be done because. And when you find it, it you'll know sometimes. Exactly. And you're Mm -hmm. probably like me because I know like you just don't want to pick something and then you see something later and be like, dang, like I like this better. So a lot of it is just making sure that you're sure. But yeah, so, um, I mean, it was a fun process. And then you actually think like, dang, this is what, you know, my partner's going to see me in as his wife for the first time. That's pretty cool to think about. Um, And then to kind of envision yourself going down the aisle and stuff. Yes. Uh All right. So moving to your guest, how many people are you inviting to your wedding? So we capped at 150. We sent out 148. So we're like, no, no more than 150. I don't know how we got to 148. <laughs> the say the dates that went out um, were 148. And yeah, so obviously 148 people won't come, but that's how we didn't want to go over 150. So we don't how did y'all that. get to 150? Like that's a that, good size. Yeah, that is a really Marcus good has size. a large family. That's a perfect size. Marcus has a large family. Mm. And he, uh, so we have a lot of the same friends. I will say that. Oh, yeah. Um, he does have that. a large family. Yeah. So it just kind of got to 150 <laughs> quickly. And his side, girl, 
this is from the man who said he could print it by himself. So his side, because we first we did our own separate ones to get our A and B list down, then we merged it. His side at first was 150 by itself. And I'm like, I don't even know you know all these people. Like, where are these people coming from? <laughs> right. And then I was like, you can't just like be invited. Like, you that's you just can't invite everybody. That's just not how this is gonna work. So we got his side down, we got my side down, and we have like a solid list of people who we feel we really want to be there to witness our day. Because um, it's an important day. So I think we got a good list of people who we feel um, will be happy for us and really stand in the gap for us when needed, when this whole marriage thing takes off. So mm -hmm. I, but we feel confident about it. Good. That's good. Um, yeah. Okay. Going back to your venue selection, what other mm -hmm. venues did you consider? And how many, what? if you already said this, my bad. I no, let me see, because I um, I think I had it in a, a note, maybe, of the venue. Let me see, hold mm -hmm. on. Venue, did I? No, okay, I can think off the top of my head. So we went to, or actually, it may be in my calendar still from that month, because we were looking at a lot. Yep. So we went to, I definitely, we went to Foundry at Puritan Mill. We went mm -hmm. to um, the cab, the courthouse. Yeah. It's, it's courthouse, but it's very beautiful inside. Yeah, so we went there. Is. That was that. We were close to picking that one. We went to, where else? Oh, what's the name? Is there, so there's like over there by Sweetwater, there's a lot of wedding venues over there. There's yes. another place we went to. I forgot the name of it, but it the was Sovereign. like big industrial. Yes, yes, yes. The big, we went there. We got the same venue. Yes, <laughs> like the big industrial type feel. We went there. Mm -hmm. um, Foundry, because I think Foundry and Stop, and there's one more. They're all under like the same the same because um, they're yeah their fee sheets look exactly alike um yeah so um i think fairmont is one four three three bishop i think biltmore is technically under them. i think so too yeah but there is one uh, other it's kind of a that newish venue. it's attached to yeah. she has a, a antique shop attached to it Oh, but it, that was actually a favorite of ours too. And it's it's that industrial space type thing, but it's an antique mm -hmm. shop attached. To, it's very unique space. I can't remember the name of it though. Uh, but that was a favorite of ours. Summer too. hour. Summer up. hour. Yes, yes. That's what. So yeah. that was our favorite love, too. So that's where we went to. That's exactly that's where we went to. Yes. Yes. I mean, oh, I've never been there before, but the pictures look beautiful. I'm like, that was like our first spot we visited, actually. And mm -hmm. we just didn't want to just jump at it, but it was gorgeous. And the owner, she was really sweet. And just what you could do with the space was really nice. But yeah, that was another place we went to. So we went to a few spots, all with the same feel, like that industrial, mm -hmm. you know, lofty warehouse feel, because you can do a lot with those spaces. So um, I think those, those were all the places we went to. And then we ended up picking Mason Fine Art. Perfect. Good selection. Yeah. And uh -huh. kind of all in the same part of Atlanta, too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's why I'm like, is this Wedding Row? Because there's one street where it's like three or four <laughs> yeah. venues. I'm like, that's interesting. Right. They're all competing with each other, basically. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, what has been the hardest part about planning your wedding from India? Um, The hardest part is trying to schedule everything when I'm home 
and balancing that in between. You know, if I'm home for work, then obviously I have to work, but balancing that between spending time with loved ones, spending time with my fiance, getting things done, you know, that I have to do there that I can't do here. Um, so it's really just a time game. It's squeezing so much in. And then by the time everything's done, then it's time to go back to India. So that's been the hardest part, I think. Um, and, you know, the wedding planner, Nick, she kind of compensates for a lot of that. But I just think the hardest part is making sure I do everything that needs to be done on my times there and trying to squeeze everything in. And then, because, like, for instance, my wedding dress fitting will be in May, and then I come back in June, and then I come back and it's the wedding. So it's no, like, you know, you just really have to be very diligent with timing and scheduling. And that's kind of been the most stressful part. I can't even imagine. Yeah, but you, I mean, but it seems like you've done like a very good job like, managing everything. Yeah, so, yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank so, you. but she realizes she don't have time on her side. So basically, like, yeah, I either have to get this Girl. done now or it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, what have you learned about yourself through this process? Um, definitely that I can't do it all on my own. Um, because I'm queen of I can do it pretty much on my own. And it's just impossible when you live this far away, you have to rely on your bridesmaids, your maids of honors, your fiance, your wedding planner. Um, you have to rely on a lot of people and it's not always the easiest thing to do, but when you have like, you know, good people in your circle, then it just kind of falls into the place. So I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is, you know, kind of give the reins over some time and trust people to, like to save the days. Like my fiance, like I said, he orchestrated a lot of how they look, but he went and picked them up, you know, put the stamps and all the envelopes put them in the mail. Um, so there's a lot of things that he has to do. I just physically can't do it from India. So that's the biggest thing I've learned. Okay, so what have you learned about your fiance during this process? He is very, he's more calculated than I thought he was. Like, it'll be, it'll be random things in the process he says that I don't even think about. And I'm like, how? Like, just his thought pattern sometimes is very unique to me. Because I'm always on 10 and I think very, very fast. And he is a more strategic thinker. And there are things that he'll say that I do. Like when we were like putting down payments down, it was something with the caterer. It was, I was like, if we put this much down and then we just put the rest down, cause they'd be like, you split them up. And he's like, I said something crazy. And he was like, no, it's the, just the way he thinks sometimes. And I think when it's something as big as a wedding, you can't always think at a hundred miles per hour. And I'm very bad at slowing down my thinking. And that's how he thinks. He thinks very strategically. And I've seen just a, a heightened level of that throughout this process where I would probably have all my hair lost if it wasn't for him some time because he slows me down. And so I think that it, how he acts in stressful situations, I've seen a lot more of that in this process, which I think is pretty cool to having a partner, especially when someone like me, who's always on 10, like people are always telling me to slow down and I attempt to, it's just not always easy. So it's nice um, to see that he balances you out. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> How have those closest to you um, handle your long distance engagement? Um, supportive. I think that's the biggest thing. When I first found out about the opportunity, between when I found out about the opportunity to when I actually signed the offer to when I left, it went slow, 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 slow fast. I found it out in September. I didn't sign my offer until January. And when I first found out, I told my loved ones and they were very supportive. Um, and they were supportive even when I was 
didn't know what I wanted to do or just really stressed and like, you know, just not in the best place because career wise, I always wanted to do a rotation, but then it happened and it came so real and so fast. You know, when things happen so fast, you're like, whoa, like I needed to ease into this. And I think a lot of me being able to do this, I attribute to my circle because there are times where I just was like stressed. And just like, you know, I remember like my first week here, I called Marcus. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. This was, it was just a tough first week. And it's like when you're a foreigner, an expat, you have highs, highs, highs. And then you have a low when you realize, okay, this is really, you know, I'm living out here. And then you kind of, you balance out and like, this is life. Um, and you're in a good place. But they've been very supportive and they think it's cool. And they, you know, whenever I need anything, they're very open. So a lot of, you know, me being able to do this for what a year now and I have less than a year left is the fact that I have such a strong support system. And I think that's necessary if you are doing a rotation, um, especially by yourself as a woman, you really need kind of like a strong team on the ground back home. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. And our final question for you is what advice would you give to anyone else that's in a similar situation? For me, and I, the advice that I would give if you are away from your fiance and family and friends while planning a wedding is it really puts into perspective what's important. Like there are things that I've even told my bridesmaids, like I, I'd rather not be involved in that. Or, you know, there are things that I know is important is one, how I will look when my groom sees me for the first time, how I want that night to feel as far as like a huge party, because a week later, I have to go back to India. My rotation doesn't end until five months later. So I know that there are things that I just don't want to stress about. I want this night to feel like no other night I felt before. And I want the guests to feel it because the fact that I, after a few days, like I don't get to, you know, stay with my groom. I have to like, I mean, he may come back with me for a while, but you know, it's a different dynamic. So if you're in this, if you're in this position, even make a list, what is important to you, right? If music is important, if the food is important, if you know what, how you look to him for the first time is important. If that the night of the honeymoon is important and focus on that because it's so easy to get wrapped up in things that are not important. Like, and at the end of the day, that's all you'll be thinking about is not important things. And especially if you're not like, I have to go, like I said, I have to go back to India. So what's important to me, I've literally listed down and that's what I want to focus on. And um, don't just get wrapped up in the small stuff. There's a lot of small stuff in weddings, trust me. <laughs> There's a lot of small <laughs> stuff. And I'm learning that the small stuff, a lot of people aren't going to remember a day later, a week later, a year later. So just don't worry about it. I love that answer. <laughs> that was great advice. <laughs> great advice. Yes, I'm like, um, even if yeah. that was great advice, you know, even if you're praying on your wedding and like you and your fiance are in the same state. So, yeah. And that's, um, so I know we haven't shout out vendors yet, but we, we we're doing premarital counseling. We've done a session together, but then the rest obviously are remote and we have an amazing couple that's helping us, but they help us put it into perspective too. It is, it is easy to get wrapped up in the wedding, the one day that will start mm -hmm. years and years and years of being with this person. Like I'm yeah. not judging anybody that, I mean, it's an exciting time for any woman. It's an exciting day. 
and it's easy to get wrapped up in that but it's the real things when real things happen in the relationship and you are like hey like i'm marrying this person like we actually just went through a very rocky time with the family emergency that he had and that's when it's like the wedding stuff is so much fun but it doesn't matter like this is a time where you really have to be there for your partner you really got to like work things out and it's not always you know pretty pretty dresses and flowers and you know guest cards and stuff so i think as long as you remember that the wedding's gonna go smoothly regardless because it's one day and out of years and years and years of looking in this person's face every day so mm-hmm. if you put it like that then it's like what can go bad about it it's just one day it's a drop in the bucket so that was such great advice because mm-hmm. yeah. you're right it is it is one day so it's yeah. like it's an important day to, but <laughs> it's important, important right day. but but yeah it's so much more after that that you really got to be like okay you you this is your person for life and you really got to figure a lot of things out so yeah exactly very true <laughs> well thank you we yes. are going to get into the wedding vendors in a second but right now we're going to switch to unsolicited advice which is what i do every week um i provide advice nobody asks for because when you're engaged sometimes people will just give you advice so advice for this <laughs> week is Based on your personality, when you're picking out your vendor, ask questions that fit your personality type. Like, don't just ask general kind of like, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? Because a lot of these vendors know the right answers to those questions. But, like, figure out the little nuances that make you you and then go off of that. So figure out, like, what is their appropriate, like, was there a cadence in responding to people? Are they off on the weekends? Or if you're type A, you might want someone that's going to work throughout the weekend or be able to email yeah. you or respond to stuff. When you, like, strike a random thought at 11 o'clock at night, yeah. you want to wake up and see that response at 8 o'clock in the morning or by the time you get to work. So yeah. just be um, very cognizant of that because, again, planners or vendors or anybody that's been in the industry for like for a few months to you know the or like the vendors that are starting up and trying to make a name for themselves Mm -hmm. to the ones that have been in the game for years they all pretty much know the boilerplate answers so even if you have maybe a friend too that has gotten married before reach out to them see like what that they learn from it that you can ask. Like, they might know something that you wouldn't have even considered at that point because you just got engaged. You don't know anything. So, yeah, really take a lot of time when vetting your vendors before um, making that selection because you can really like somebody off of Instagram, book them as a vendor, and then realize you actually don't like them, but now you're stuck. Or you can take the chance and try to find a new vendor, but then as the date gets closer, they might already be booked. So you yeah. are, you, you, there's a lot you got to consider. Uh, yeah. And I won't elaborate anymore because I can just hear Ed <laughs> being like, why did you say that? Oh my gosh. I, dude, what are you doing? So <laughs> we don't slide on to these wedding vendors. Right? <laughs> and that could be another episode, too. <laughs> yeah, that really could be. That's funny. 
we can get into that As another day. But anyway. I, mean, I feel like mm-hmm. going through this process, I mean, because I'm your maid of honor, Ashley, I kind of feel like I'm going through this process with you. So mm-hmm. when she vents about things, I'm like, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. You probably you know? know what I'm talking about, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I know exactly what you're talking about, but we won't, you know, mm-hmm. dive in deep into that. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but a lot of the things that she is saying, like, yeah, definitely – take note especially if you are in that time in your life so yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. or even right. if you're not if you're almost there to make a mental note don't make the same that's mistake true. that's true <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna move into the wedding vendor love um okay. uh, i just pulled up my wedding vendor. I don't know her personally, so I guess I'll go first. She is a a wedding and event planner. She's based out of New York. She is part of like the, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, the the Munaluchi Couture member. Mm -hmm. I've heard of them, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you can find her on Instagram at at gentle.event. And of course, we'll place all her information um, down below. But yeah, I just wanted to go ahead and shout her out because she's based out of Yonkers, New York. So okay. yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, who would like to go next? Shariza, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, Actually, I have a lot here. of good wedding vendors. So I'm going to stick to my go wedding planner. <laughs> okay. So I have a lot of um, wedding vendors of color, which was important to me. Um, mm-hmm. So like 90% of them are, but I'm going to shout out Nick, my Chrissy, my wedding planner who makes life so easy living abroad. Like I, she's very organized. She sets up all the vendor appointments. She knows them. She knows what to ask. If I go off the board by like, I'll be like, is this ghetto? Like, tell me is this ghetto or like, what do you think about <laughs> it? Like, and she's very honest and my fiance loves her. And she made, like I just said, she makes it easy. And I think that's important. So her name is Nick. I call her Nick. Some people call her Christy. Her name on Instagram is Nick Williams Events, N-I-Q Williams, W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S Events. So she has a whole team, but she's like amazing. And I can email her, text her response times like this, which is important to me. Um, and I'll text her some crazy questions sometime, and she don't judge me. And <laughs> she didn't judge me when I told her we need to cancel uh, Lori's Bridals because that price point is a no. So she just gets it. And so I recommend her. How do you find her? Instagram. Oh, okay. I've okay. so much on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anyone that have, has used her before, but like the same okay. thing probably everybody doing they get engaged, go on Instagram and just start saving stuff. And then when you start seeing a trend, yep. you're like, oh, okay, who's this vendor? And mm-hmm. it to be her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. I've seen her weddings pop up frequently, um, yeah. even mm-hmm. before we started this podcast. Yeah. And yeah, her stuff <laughs> looks uh, amazing. Um, <laughs> so I guess it's my turn, right? I'm trying to remember the name of the vendor because I actually can't, was going to use it the other day, but I didn't. Um, I'm trying to pull it up to make sure I have the right name. Here it is. Okay. Photographer, uh, I think it's two of them, like a, a couple, but I could be wrong. But basically, the price approach photography. Oh, I've seen their Instagram. 
Yeah, I like, I mean, they have a nice, like, little photography yeah. style. Um, you can tell that they specialize in black couples and weddings. And, uh-huh. you know, we're here for the visual aesthetic of the wedding day. So, and there's one photo of theirs with, uh, I think it was an engagement shoot, but the bride-to-be is wearing this, like, amazing, like, really dramatic like reddish fuchsia yes, type I'm of dress and he's in the blue yeah. suit yep that's it yeah. yes that picture kept popping up on my explore feed on like the who i do instagram but then also my personal instagram and i was like girl your yeah. dress like you were just yeah, eating this entire photo up um but yeah the price approach photo um, is their Instagram account and their website is thepriceapproach.com. So contact them at info at the price approach after looking at their pictures and is seeing if that's, you know, your style and if they're in your price point, reach yeah. out. So well, that's it for me. All right. Where can they find you? And follow you in all of, oh, all of the things. <laughs> My Instagram is Charissa underscore Marie, um, which is C-H-A-R-I-S-A underscore Marie, or my website blog, which is charissamarie.com. And yeah, come over and say, hey, what's up? And when I be posting in my stories about how <laughs> expensive weddings are, just uh, throw me some love. <laughs> I'm definitely about to start following you. <laughs> Because it's a whole um, vibe. So I'm just like, remember, you know, it's one day. It's going to be a great day. And sometimes me and Marcus look at each other like, are we sure we want to? This is like ghetto. This is ghetto. No, but it's a fun process. It's, it's a fun process planning something with him and, you know, working towards having a really fun day with loved ones. So I think that's going to be, it's going to be good. Yes, and if y'all just want to watch her adventures in India, like <laughs> she like documents everything. So like yeah, I really like to watch her stories. stories. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to watching her stories because I'm like, Yay! yo, like it's not a lot of us out here. So I try to no. just, like you know show people how it is. I found you know I found some of us, which is important. But uh, yeah, it's a different experience. So I'm just trying to make the most of it because after this then I'll be back in the US so just trying to you know make the most out of it but it's been yeah. good. The time is flying okay. by fast. I mean, like, even though I know like, it may not, well it may not feel that way for you but you know I mean it's over been a here, year girl. Yeah, it's been a I didn't year. realize that. Yeah. Oh wow. So oh, 20, yeah. I'm less than a year from coming back. Yeah it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy how fast time's been going. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So awesome. I was like, so, what's me? Oh no, because you want to ask me like, where can they find us, right? Whoidoo.com, whoidooit <laughs> on all the social, and look, we're now on LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> I added us to LinkedIn. Because, professional, yes, right? Because we talked to so many vendors and business-minded yeah. um, people, we should also be capitalizing off. The like, I mean, LinkedIn is such a weird place, but let folks know we're also there <laughs> as well. So that was that really dope in the past few days, but uh, yeah. 
Oh, and go to our website, what I say, com if you yeah. want to come on the show or... And I'm so surprised at, like, how we randomly get, like, vendor requests now through our website, like, in the past few weeks. Or folks that think we're um, hairstylists. Hairstylists, yes. So many people think we're hairstylists. I'm like, what? Are y'all reading? Yes. (laughs) People have been like, um... I'm getting married on this day. This is the style I want. Can no. you do it? If so, how much? And yes. I'm like, uh, we are a podcast, but where are you located? Oh, we actually talked to a hairstylist in that area. Here's her contact information. Then I let her know, girl. like, hey, girl. So we got another one. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> great for them. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's also good for us if we're bringing folks business. That's true, but it's oh, like yo. So I'm like, how do y'all like exactly? What are y'all reading to you know? I don't know. They not reading, reading they're in front not of us. They're not reading. It, it really is. Like I need, <laughs> I need to go and dig deeper and see what it is about our website that's pulling in the SEO for them to think like we are your so stylist. That is so funny because nothing on our like entire site says anything about being a hairstylist like we'll have, have like three pages like we'll have it like nothing you click our about page it's like this is a podcast that is so funny <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but thank you Where so much for listening you, oh, oh. Say, i mean you don't I mean, have you can, to yeah, <laughs> it's up to you. I don't ever have to shout out where you can find me. It's in the show notes. Yeah, I mean, like you can find this. It's on, on our Instagram bio. Like, yeah, all of our socials. You can find us. Um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. Just look on the Instagram bio. Exactly, and if you made it this far, then yeah, you should know. You should yeah. Bye. Thank you so but much. Yes. For Thank you to so us. much. Thank you for having me. I listen no to you guys problem. all the time. So it's such an honor. And I love what you guys are doing because it's not a lot of representation for Black Pride. So I think okay. this is amazing. And I am so excited. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so you. much. And we got to yes. have you come back on after the wedding. Yes, after the wedding. And Definitely. Tell us how it was. Yes. I'm Definitely. So excited. I know. We have the same venue. That's so funny. What a small world. (laughs) Right? Probably less than a month apart. Like, that is... That's so funny. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see your pictures. It's going to be awesome. Well, you have a great rest of your night. I guess you got to go to work in the morning. Thank you, ladies. Yes. Yeah, it's so ghetto out here. You got to work to make sure it's Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you again. (laughs) Bye. All right. Bye, ladies. Bye-bye.